Family, what's up? I'm back. If you're new here, I'm your host, D. Miller L. You are listening to MKD Podcast. Season 6. To all my supporters out there, salute to you, family. And again, if you're new here, consider subscribing, following us, sharing the content, and uh, supporting the channel. Appreciate you. We're back again to talk about uh, the stable coin. We want to wrap that up. We touched on it already. This will be just as brief, but some things we haven't touched on yet. Now, one thing that I made mention of with regards to stable coins and, and, and one of their advantages is this idea of DeFi. I think that uh, stable coins existed. I know for a fact stable coins existed before DeFi. It was actually uh, used by traders. This is how they would keep their volatility down without necessarily having to cash out into dollars. They could just go into one of these uh, stable coins, such as Tether, etc. So again, the traders found a lot of usage in stable coins before DeFi. With this particular wave of adoption and with this particular wave of innovation, this concept called DeFi came about. DeFi has created a new dynamic for the stablecoin. So now some people, again, as I mentioned in the previous episode, they're wanting to use that in the savings and loans dynamic of DeFi. That's what the decentralized finance normally is uh, describing. It's describing the concept of loaning out your crypto or borrowing crypto. That's essentially what DeFi is. And stablecoins got a lot of play in that. So you have some people that are using it in this way. They will let uh, one of these companies, right? We'll, we'll leave them unnamed for now. But they'll let one of these DeFi entities hold their crypto. Uh, we'll say it's Bitcoin. And then they'll receive a stable coin in return. We'll say in the likes of about 10% a month. Right? And maybe they'll give it to them on a... On a, on a, on a uh, compound interest basis. So this is what's happening in the DeFi space as well. You'll you'll let them hold on to your Bitcoin to receive a yield. Okay. All right. Something else that I think is even more important, and I think this is going to be the crux of the conversation. It's going to be the central bank digital currency, CBDC. That particular concept is where I think we are right now, especially in the midst of countries wanting to adopt these digital currencies. I think that the IMF, I think that the central banks of the world, they're going to try to get things together quickly, right? I think that the El Salvador move has 
sped things up. It's it's created a, a quickening effect. Right? So you know what this means. This means that stable coins are gonna become even more attractive with time because I just think that what we've seen will say in the strike wallet. I think that that could be imitated and I think something like that will be imitated. Yeah, so when we talk about government fiat currencies, right? They're all going digital. They're all going digital. So I would just imagine the most important thing that's going to come about from the states, the the nation states of the world. If they still have a currency, there's a lot of countries out here like El Salvador that don't necessarily have a, a currency. Like they're using dollars down there. You know, like right now, legal tender is Bitcoin and dollars. So, I mean, for the countries that still have a currency that has any inkling of respect, I imagine they're going to be wanting to create uh, a stable coin for their nation here pretty soon. And and I think they're going to come with some of these ideas like by holding on to the local stable coin like listen to me y'all listen to me there's this idea coming from uh, a, a side chain this is like a second layer we'll say it's it's on bitcoin it's called stacks we'll just leave it at that they were going to create something called a coin called a city coin and the city coin was basically going to act like the DeFi coins, the DeFi stable coins, and produce yield. And what what was happening was was they were talking about utilizing this concept. So instead of collecting taxes, right? What would happen is is we'll say the residents would hold on to these city coins, and the city coins would then, you know, kind of represent your your residency and your skin in the game and the longer that you hold them then i guess it would produce a yield that would then in turn a percentage go to you and a percentage go to your local jurisdiction to pay the tax i'm gonna say that again so the same yield that i had described the first time where let's say you let them hold on to your crypto and then they give you a yield in a stable coin every month or every week Okay, that's DeFi. Imagine applying DeFi, but like on a residential level. So like on a, on a local government level. These are some of the ideas that are being, you know what I'm saying? Entertained. So, okay, let's, let's, let's run this back again. Let's say the United States, okay, it's got what the 12 Federal Reserve banks and all this kind of stuff. Okay, so let's say they could get this thing organized and they decided, all right, we've got the Federal Reserve coin. You got me? Federal Reserve coin. Now, what you're gonna do is is you're gonna give them something like Bitcoin. 
and they're going to give you the Federal Reserve coin. And what you're going to be, what you're supposed to probably do is hold on to the federal coin. Now, by holding on to this federal coin, it should produce a yield. Right. Let's say let's say it produces Bitcoin. Okay. so again, you bought you bought the, the Fed coin with Bitcoin. You're now holding the Fed coin. They now have the Bitcoin. But then they turn around and feed you. Right. Maybe another kind of stable coin. We'll say uh, USDC. Are Yeah. Is it, no, no. Yeah. No, no, well, the central bank digital currencies or a CBDC. Let's say in return, you yield out a CBDC and you get a percentage of the CBDC. So let's say you get like I remember on that city coin, they were talking about 30 percent going to the state and 70 percent going to the person. So we're talking about a total of three coins and a process called. DeFi utilizing, we'll say something like two stable coins or one stable coin and one like voter coin, because the Fed coin will just say that that kind of represents, again, your residency or your skin in the game, right? Your citizenship. We're talking about a new form, right? A, a, a new form of financial organization for a jurisdiction, a new format for budgeting for a jurisdiction. A new format of taxation within a jurisdiction. A new form of social security within a jurisdiction. I think that that's powerful. I don't think that it can be denied. And I think that there's more to come. I think we're just now scratching the surface with the idea that I just laid out. We're just scratching the surface just just now beginning to scratch the surface i can't wait to see how this begins to unfold a bit further right okay fam i'm shutting this one down i will holler at y'all on the next episode it looks like on the next episode um we're gonna maybe be talking a little bit i don't know we we may want to get into either smart contracts or web 3.0 or maybe even like some kind of a of a mixture you know you guys get in the comment section let me know where we want to go with this particular conversation we probably have maybe two more episodes and then we wrap up this series and move on to the next i don't know about y'all man i really love keeping it moving i love not dwelling on a subject for too too long but doing enough justice so that uh, it, it, it is enough food for thought. Maybe the family has a little something that they can begin to research a little more. It's all right now. Y'all take it easy. Peace.